Welcome to Paradigms on WBKM. This is episode number 116, Sunday, May 13th, 2012. Good evening, Baruch here with you. Another episode of Paradigms. Very happy to be with you here tonight, sitting in the WBKM studios in Burlington, Vermont. And very happy, real treat to have Todd Tebow with us tonight. Welcome, Todd. Hey, thank you. It's great to be here. I'm really glad you made it. Oh, likewise, I'm glad to be here. 
We just heard the title track from Todd's most recent CD, Broken, which came out in 2009, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's been around a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're just back from a European tour. Yeah, yeah I just got back from Germany uh, a little over a week ago. And, um, yeah, I had a great, great tour and, uh, you know, some great shows over there. But uh, great to be home. It's always good to come back home. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you in the studio and back in your hometown. Absolutely. I know. This is a double bonus for me. <laughs> Yay. Were you up celebrating with your family Mother's yeah, Day? Yeah, you know, today was Mother's Day, so I uh, came up to see my family and uh, had some... We have a place up in the mountains up uh, near Jay Peak, so we were up there, and it was be- you know beautiful, which is great, and ate too much, and uh, you know, but had a really good time. Nice. Yeah. I was reading up about Mother's Day. The very first Mother's Day was before the Civil War, and it was proposed to address the issue of um, women and children going hungry. Really? And then after the Civil War, it came up again, and it was a holiday for peace. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting, huh? So I'd, I had always heard those one of those urban legends that it was a home it was all the hallmark company that invented mother's day not originally yeah. originally okay. it meant something so more great. than selling yeah. cards and honoring your yeah. mom well so that's that's cool yeah, yeah. so you're here and you're going to play yeah. music for us yeah absolutely wonderful yeah. you want to hear something i'd love to hear cool. something all right We don't care Dance to the beautiful light At the top of the stairs Till ourselves We're doing fine As long as you got yours And baby I got mine And the story goes Just like a water flow I'm drifting In a morning dove Makes a sound I love And I'm listening This brave new world Ain't so brave Spend our days in fear Thank God you've been listening all these years And the story goes Just like the water flows And I'm drifting In a morning dove Makes a sound I love And I'm listening
Yeah, my life is on fire And I guess I'm to blame I think hell might be desired by a different name But how do I hold on to what you give How to take this moment and make it where I live Yeah, the story goes Just like the water flows And I'm drifting In a morning dove Makes a sound I love And I'm listening And the story goes Just like the water flows And I'm drifting Nice. I always find your music to be very emotionally evocative, like it's very personal. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess yeah, it is personal, you know. And and uh, sometimes that's uncomfortable <laughs> in some ways, you know what I mean. But I guess you know, music is always for whatever reason. I think uh, there's other songwriters that would say the same thing. I'm sure, but it's you know, this is a, this is kind of where I've always turn to work stuff out you know at least in in part you know it's like uh something's going on inside sometimes it comes out in a song before i've even really gotten a handle on it myself you know you know to be able to articulate it yeah uh, you know by talking about it sometimes it comes out in the form of music first you know what i mean mm. so um yeah so i guess I guess that's a long way of saying it is personal, <laughs> like you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all always processing, right? Yeah, and I have different so. ways of yeah. expressing it. And yeah. um, I know I go through periods of time where yeah. I'm not good at expressing it. Yeah. And I get stopped up, and mm -hmm. things don't work as well. And then something comes and yeah. moves it, and it's yeah. just my energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's you know, and that. That's something that, uh, as the years have gone on, I've tried, you know, that's something I've had to work on, you know, where um, to get it out in different ways, just not writing, but to talk, you know what I mean? Especially when you're married. I've been married a long time, and, and uh, you know, um, it re you really need to, at least I did, you know, I really need to, to share those things, to share what's going on, you know, and to, you know, maybe help let someone else uh, carry it with you, you know, <laughs> if, you know, you know, and do that for each other kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I know, mean, so. we aren't here alone. Yeah. We're in a vacuum. Right, right, right. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We were talking a little bit before the show started about broken. Yeah. And, and you know, it's a powerful word when you're talking yeah. about people. And, yeah. And yeah. I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about sure. that album and, and the brokenness and yeah. where you went with that. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I mean, that, that album came out of, I mean, I guess in simple terms, it came out of, uh, 
a period of, you know, my midlife, you know what I mean? Which I hope is my midlife. <laughs> <laughs> if everything works well, you know, so that'd be my middle, my midlife. But, uh, um, but, you know, I, it sort of took me by surprise and, and not in the, you know, uh, sort of cartoonish way that we, we, you know, make fun of midlife crises and things like that. But uh, in some really real ways, you know, I found myself really looking at where I was and looking at what I had done and what might be ahead and being really kind of freaked out. Not necessarily by the more, the, the idea of dying, but, uh, or that, you know, my life might be somehow oh my god it's half over kind of thing but just what do i do with the rest of it you know and and um and it came out you know it it affected me in in uh some ways that you know made me you know i made uh, you know errors in my life during that time that that were really painful for me and for my wife and you know family and uh um and you know, thankfully, uh, I'm sort of condensing it all, but, you know, thankfully, you know, I came through it and we came through it, you know, my wife and I came through it and which doesn't always happen, you know? And, um, so I'm really lucky, but it was a lot of work, you know, it was a lot of work to do that completely worth it. (laughs) But, um, but so this record broken, um, you know, it really started to just kind of pour out of me these songs, as I was, you know, like you say, processing this stuff for myself. And, uh, um, and this batch of material just kind of came over probably a six month period, you know, where I was just trying doing a lot of writing, um, and just kind of letting it come out. And I was, uh, to be honest with you, I was uncomfortable with what I had written because it was, all my stuff has been personal, but this is probably the most autobiographical stuff I've ever really written, you know. And to, I remember sitting down with my wife uh, and going, you know, you're part of this. you got to hear these songs, and you got to tell me if you think it's okay to put these out there. You know what I mean? we got to, you know, because this is... Exposes. It's, yeah, it's, it's not just me, you know. And, uh, and I wasn't sure what she'd say, <laughs> to be honest with you, but she, you know, she... I remember finishing, I played her the songs like we're doing right now, you know, and, uh, um, and she, you know, she was very incredibly brave. She's like, you have to, you have to put this out, you know, you have to, there's not really a question, you know, you have to, um, so, so we did. And, you know, I was, yeah, I, I don't ever remember being that uneasy about a batch of songs. It's just cause it was so, it's still, you know, it still hurt, you know, it's still, Still was painful, even though we had been making great progress together. You know, this stuff—you'd sing a song, and I'd, I'd sing, I'd sing it, and I'd know where that lyric came from, and go, "Yeah, you know, it's because it was so real." So, yeah. And healing isn't simple or smooth mm-hmm. or easy or painless. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, and as my wife says about a number of things she goes it's a process not an event you know what i mean yes yes (laughs) yes and uh and i think that's really true you know um and if you have a gift that you have to share and obviously anyone who's involved with someone who presents music is part of that process your wife is part of it yeah then uh it makes a whole lot of sense that it kind of 
it's your job for people to right, have right. access to your learning. Sure. Yeah. Even though it exposes yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. It, you know, it made me look at my other material in a different light, too, you know. And and like I said, I, I always thought I had written pretty openly. But I... I also protected myself, you know, and if I, I have to admit that, you know, that I look back and, you know, there's there's a lot of personal stuff there, but in a more in a safer way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been challenging for me to follow up broken, you know, and to because it turned a corner for me with how to write, how I write, and and I've found myself, you know, going to make a new record this year, and and uh, you know, but the writing. You know, it sort of had to measure up to a different thing for me now. You know, where yep. I was like, yep. "That doesn't. That's not going to fly for me anymore." I, you know, what? At the same time, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to bore people with, uh, you know, or, or go too far and give people, you know, access to stuff that's just not interesting. <laughs> no, but you've raised the bar on, on, on some some aspect yeah, of it. Sure. So that's yeah. great. I think yeah. that's. Um, you know, in in uh, Asian culture, they say, talk about that people really don't mature until they're in their fifties and sixties. Right, yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah. and now that I'm in my fifties, I can understand oh, that there are absolutely. things I just couldn't perceive the way sure. I do now. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I'm in the same boat. You know, I'm, I'll be fifty uh, fifty next month, and uh, and. And I'm, you know, I'm thankful for what I've gone through because I'm okay, you know, I'm okay with that. You know, it's like I'm in a, I'm in a much better place with who I am than, you know, I was when, before this record, you know. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I have a different perspective and, and it's still evolving, but, uh, you know, as it, it should. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Another, uh, what sure. else would you like? Yeah. What's the next yeah. one? <clears throat> Let's see. Um... I'll change gears a little bit and uh, play a brand new song, which uh, is about the good side of love. <laughs> it's probably the most romantic song I've written in a long, long time. So, If life is what you make it Baby, come with me Put it all together Just like one, two, three And good fortune will be ours Right outside the door The sun and moon and stars evermore. If God is in the detail, take a closer view. In every little moment, I see. Is then love itself divine The essence and the core 
I will give you all of mine Evermore And if life should ever hurt you My love will not desert you The kindness and the virtue Keep us in the light Rain outside the window I would take that sound Keep it in my pocket Like a treasure found And I would play that song for you It's ancient longing chord My song of love for you Evermore That song makes me want to ask you about your personal mythology. <laughs> I'm not sure why, <laughs> but that's the question that came. Like, yeah. what are the images that, you know, we all have our... Yeah, yeah. What are yours? What do you Some mean? Of yours? No. Well, my, my personal mythology is, you know, talking animals and gods and goddesses and, mm -hmm. and you know, exalted nature things. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, that's an interesting question. You know, I mean, I don't want to sound sappy, and uh, but it's okay if you do. love is a love is like as an energy and an entity as a thing and as a as sort of a driving force within life. Um, I maybe maybe just. The energy of love is, is 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 what I would say, if that makes any sense, you know, because so much of what I do and I think we all do, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone else, but comes f from and through love, you know what I mean? Either the love of something, the love of what you're doing or uh, trying to do the right thing. Why do we do that, you know, uh, because we care on some level or, you know, and... Uh, and maybe it's too simple to say that it's love, but you know, for me, that's sort of the overpowering thing that's in the universe that I want to tap into. If you know, <laughs> is, yes. is that you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know, uh, and it's always that's always kind of been important to me, and I think sometimes in a in uh, in a way that's created problems for me is like you know, always wanting to do the right thing, you know, and to the point where you also have to realize that you can't always do that and you're not always going to do it and what you know and you got to be able to deal with it when you don't but uh um hence these songs you know what i mean uh but yeah maybe maybe it's just in my head i i see you know i see yeah i see just us 
sort of all connected through that energy, that love, that energy of love. That's my ideal sort of <laughs> view of, of us, I guess, if that makes any sense. I don't know if it does. But. It makes lots of sense, and it's something that I think lots of people have found lots of ways of saying, and you're saying it too. And yeah. it speaks to connection, and it speaks to, I think, yeah, that motivation yeah. is about love. I mean, whether yeah. it's love of a person or love of life or, as you say, love of of doing the right thing or love of the greater good trying right, to be part right, of that right, right you know and it's funny because touring i'm really thankful uh for the way my life has gone and what i you know doing this quote unquote for a living um you know it's never really been about money for me i don't think it is for a lot of people that do you know it's it's you, you want to do it you feel driven to do it but one of the upsides about it is just getting a broader perspective on the world and and going to visit you know spending time in other places and and i think you know people just say they have humbling experiences i mean that's it, i guess that was humbling and um and inspiring too to realize just how even you know the cultural differences you know but to realize how similar we all are you know we all have basically the same desires you know and the same difficulties and the same you know geography doesn't change you know those kinds of things and and cultural uh differences certainly are a factor but um but yeah it it makes you feel i don't know it's made me feel much more connected in a world sense than uh than i i did before i traveled you know and and uh um and got to know other people and you know from oh, yeah. different places and stuff fine i i found too i don't know if you find this that when I don't speak the language, the communication is uh, richer and clearer in some ways, because it's uh, yeah. uh, more of an essential level. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's a combination of polyglot and gestures and yeah. eye contact, yeah. and yeah. you really have to communicate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very true. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's been uh, it's been interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah. So would you like to play another one or sure. should we play something from a disc or um Yeah, do you want to play a track? Let's um Yes. Let's say What would you, what do you think? How do you feel about I go on off of broken? Let's do it's it. the opening track. And yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is the first track from Todd Tebow's CD Broken, I Go On. You're listening to Paradigms on WBKM. of the soul But notice a little change I've pondered my existence The mystery remains An old man died 
say anything about that song well i started thinking about it i think because i'm home you know here in vermont and uh the song began the first verse of that song is it's about the night my grandfather passed away right up the road here at, at uh, fletcher allen you know and uh um and you know everything in that first verse happened right up the road you know and uh and so yeah, I was driving through town, and I just—it was on my mind. So I was like, I kind of want to hear it, and I almost enjoyed hearing it more than playing it tonight. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you know that was a that was a big 
he was a huge figure in my life. I know, you know, I was really lucky to have uh, the quintessential grandfather, you know, the guy that, you know, I grew up here in Vermont, so, you know, he took me, taught me how to trout fish and fly fish, you know, and, and spent a lot of time in the woods and, and, uh, and just being together, and it was, you know, a huge gift in my life, you know, so when he passed away, it was, even though it was his time, you know, um, it's still hard to say goodbye, you know, so, yeah, yeah. The world's a different place when people leave it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's so true. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you know, and talking about getting older, and not, not to get real depressing, but, you know, <laughs> but it's funny, though, and not funny, but it's, you know, you start, you start dealing with the prospect of, like, let's say I am going to live a full life, and I hope to, you know, that circle of people is going to get smaller. You know, it's going to continue to be chipped away at you know and these these connections that you have you know you know how you're gonna have to find a way to hang on to them in some ways and let go in others i think you know there's yeah. no way around it the yeah. longer you live the more people yeah. you bury exactly yeah so and you have to find a way yes to be flexible with it yeah because otherwise it can break you sure yeah Mm-hmm. so yeah so that was hmm. yeah that was uh that was on my mind. So, yeah, I'm glad. Thanks for playing it. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. I've been listening to that album, you know, in preparation mm -hmm. for tonight and just playing the whole thing, and it's yeah. it's really good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's a very understated record. I, you know, I... Um, and I've second-guessed that part of it over time. You know, I just we just kind of didn't overthink anything. We just went in the studio. I really didn't want... We didn't rehearse. I didn't want any rehearsals. You know, I just wanted to go in with the guys, mm -hmm. and I gave them acoustic versions of the songs ahead of time, so they at least knew what they were. But they didn't know how I wanted to arrange them as a band or whatever. And um, so it was a little, ner you know, it was a little scary. But at the same, time, I was kind of excited to see what would happen. You know, just and uh, it's a fun way to make a record. But it and it. I think what happened for us, you know, and I, or when you do this, is it sort of captures a moment in time, you know. It's like that's, that's, you know, the uh, the record of those songs at that time, you know. And they've, as we, you and I were talking off the air, you know, the songs evolve over time. You play them live, and they become, they continue to sort of grow and live their lives. But, uh, but yeah, but that record came out, I think, appropriately, you know. I think it works for the material and the lyrics and everything, but it's it's very understated. It's sort of doesn't doesn't jump out and grab you. I don't think you know what I mean. Which uh, you know I've heard you know you know I try not to read uh, you know all the critics. I, you know some of them. That, it's like it's funny. The ones the the great reviews you seem to forget, and then the 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 ones that someone points out something that's oh, like yeah. those are the ones you remember. Well, of course, yeah. because you've got that critical voice yeah, sure. in your own yeah. head, and when someone echoes yeah. it out here, then yeah. it reverberates. Yeah, um, I I found it to be uh, I'm I'm actually didn't realize it was all kind of like one take recorded yeah, live. Like well, that. we might have done more than one take, but yeah, but yeah, it was just let's we just sat down in the studio and started yeah, it's real clean. Playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it came out. Yeah, it, it, you yeah. know, so now it's three years later, and you're mm -hmm. performing those songs live mm -hmm. with a, a, a rock band. Yeah, and they're different. 
what's it like for you emotionally to be in a different place than it's it's great i mean it's um you know i i think you know there really was a period of time where i every night we went on stage to perform this stuff i mean back when the record came out it was uncomfortable i was still uncomfortable you know i still was like finding my own way to be live with this stuff you know and i was you know there's a lot of fans that won't go that you know that you know i i think i worry too much too you know especially in a live setting it's not like everybody's going to catch the gist of this story you know no <laughs> and uh, so you got to cut yourself some slack you know and go just relax todd you know and, and, and you know but um yeah but over time it's i think as i've you know you know uh worked this stuff out for myself and 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 found a place of you know to be at peace with all this kind of thing and, and you know with everything that's happened and what what I went through and my wife and I went through you know to to get to that place is really liberating and now and it's like I love playing the I like you know I love playing the songs and uh and I really enjoy you know I tend not to give a lot of direction to the people I play with um it's always worked better for me I try to work with people that I had really admire, you know, and, and I really respect what they do. And so for me, you know, that always adds this other element. Like I'm not telling them how to approach these songs. We just get on, you know, we just do it. And, uh, and it, it allows things to breathe more. I think, you know, I don't know what's coming sometimes, you know, and, uh, and that helps me for me that, that keeps the songs fresh over a longer period of time, you know, in the live setting, you know, I think. So you can be surprised by what's happening. Absolutely, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I love that when that happens, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always curious, and we <clears throat> talked about this a little before, too, about, you know, people play the same songs over and over sure. again, and that's yeah. the deal, that's the job, yeah. Yeah. gig to gig, yeah. but that it's got to be, it's different each time, and it has to be real each time. Yeah, absolutely. It's different each time, and um, and the other you know the other or the the fifth member of the band is the audience you know what i mean or you know or whatever right. number you want to assign to that but uh you know the energy in that in the room plays a huge role in what happens on stage so yeah that's a, that's another great factor of you know playing live you know is that each night it is different you know i was telling you that tour we did in germany was 14 shows you know, in 15, we, you know, had a day off the day we landed. We didn't play that <laughs> night. But then we played 14 shows right in a row. And that, t- talk about a different, you know, a different every night. That's, 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 that's a really, really interesting experience oh, yeah. to just, like, play it boom, 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 boom. And I need people do it. You know, touring musicians do that all the time and longer stints than that, you know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's really cool. It's a... It's a cool side of, because it's kind of multifaceted, you know, there's songwriting, there's recording, and there's, you know, the, the live thing, and they're all important, you know, um, but they're all very different. <laughs> and different crowds, and yeah, different places, yeah. and then different countries. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. We need to get you and your band to gig up here. I, You know, it's... It's been way too long, and I have really good friends and and fans up here too that have been asking, and uh, um, 
we're dying to come back. Even you know, even you know, I I do a solo thing, and I have a duo with my mandolin player. So you know, there's a you know, I was, it's definitely something we're trying to do. A nostalgia show at Nectar. <laughs> you know, I'd yeah. say hunts, but there's no more hunts. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Mm. Fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's have another one. Okay. Yeah, I'll play another new song for you. I'm sure. Awesome. <clears throat> I wasn't always sick of love Well, I wasn't always cold I used to throw my heart around Innocent and bold Danger was a minor thought Mysteries untold I'm a stranger in a strange land Looking for a way back home You spun a lot of legalese You spun a little truth Seduced me in designer lace The currency of You said your kiss was like a vow But I never saw the proof I'm a stranger in the house of love Someone talked me off the roof Run the numbers, count the cars Pray to Jesus when you find that what you've lost Well, it wasn't what you thought Not what you thought, hey Well, I see the anger at your lips But I've heard it all before It's time to put the claws away You don't need them anymore well, There's sure to be another lamb Waiting at your door I'm a stranger at the crossroad Trying to even up the score I'm a stranger at the crossroad Trying to even up the score That was a little more edgy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, I ask everyone these, some of these questions I ask everyone. Sure. Um, 
Is there something going on in the world where you live, somewhere else, anything that you're aware of that is really awesome, that you think is working great, that you're turned on by? A project, an event, a, a person, something? Um, there's, a, there's a thing that a friend of mine is doing. She's a um, cancer survivor, and uh, she just, uh, she sort of, she went through her thing uh, and uh, survived cancer and decided that she wanted to give something back. She went through, uh, I think she did most of her treatment through Dana-Farber, and um, which is a great, you know, hospital down there in the Boston area. Anyway, she's she's organized this this um, this thing where they, they go in and uh, they have people volunteer, like I'm going to volunteer, other musicians around town go in. And they visit these the, the children that are uh, that are um, suffering, you know, with cancer and, and dealing with uh, the treatments and are in the hospital and, and just having such a hard time. And they go in and and either do music with them or they have they bring in all these arts and crafts and they and they, they they make art together and 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 uh, and she's you know it's just organized it and um, and. I'm trying to remember the name of the website, but I cannot. But uh, at the moment, but um, I was just really proud of her and and uh, really excited for what she was doing. And, and you know, and it, and seeing the pictures of the kids and talking to you know some people that have volunteered already and just you know saying what a fulfilling thing it was to do that. You know, and uh, so yeah, that that's the first thing that pops into my head. Just that this thing that my friend Gail is doing. That's, That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be an amazing experience for you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love hearing about stuff that works. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. not about a cure or a solution. It's yeah. about, in you know, life. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's amazing, you know, what we can do in very small ways that certainly aren't going to... not going to change the, the world as a whole but you know change little pieces of it <laughs> yeah and uh, and that can uh, that it can adds be, up yeah exactly. it really adds up yeah i teach a, a class for university in iowa on uh, globalism on what's happening to the planet and mm-hmm. climate and food supply and water and all this stuff yeah. and a lot of the students for them it's the first time they've ever learned about any of this stuff oh wow and what they're shocked to discover is that there are little things they can do that will add up and make a difference wow Very little cool. things like yeah. you know turning off power strips at night with your appliances yeah. so you don't yeah. use more electricity you know little sure, things that yeah. everyone yeah. can do yeah and once you start to realize that the little things you do matter you more and more what you do matters somehow yeah, yeah. i believe exactly. that you know yeah 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 yes i understand <laughs> my wife laughs at me because i'm a i'm a very conscientious recycler <laughs> good <laughs> well, you know, you turn a corner with it, and it's like, you, and it, I love when it gets into your 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 psyche because you like you have this plastic container in your hand. And you go, I really just want to throw this away, but I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. I can't myself. do it. Yeah, I haven't exactly. bought a water water in a water <laughs> bottle in I think four years now, and I thought it would be hard to give up. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a blast a plastic bag collection? Yes. Yeah. They yeah. Do. They add up fast. They do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who crochets with them and oh, makes that's, things. That's very cool. Did you see? I saw this little. I think it's, it's going to be a. 
I may be wrong, but I, I thought I only saw about five minutes of it. Uh, it may be a documentary about this section of the Pacific Pacific Ocean where it's all sort of congregated and collected. Yes, you know, huge. And it was mind blowing. I was. Yeah, it's it's hundreds of square miles, yeah. maybe thousands of plastic floating in the ocean. Yeah. When I was in Germany, I stayed yeah. in the house of a guy who was the <clears throat> chief engineer on a container ship, uh, and he did the Jakarta Manila run. And he told me that you would be 100 miles out from Manila, and starting that far out, the water was covered with plastic. And I said, what kind of stuff? And he said, shoes, lots of shoes. Oh, my God. Not, I would have thought it would be gallon jugs and plastic bags. And he said, there's some of that. He said, it's a lot of shoes. Wow. Wow. And now there are people starting to go out there and harvest that stuff. Okay. And reuse yeah. it. So yeah. it's a crazy place to store things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Thank God. But, yeah. Yeah. Want to play another one, or sure. should we hit, hit the CD again? Let's I can hear yeah, from you. Another track. Good. I'll play a song called "Off a Broken," called "The Right One." Todd Tebow on Paradigms. Sing a different song 
When the right one comes along Could all go back and take a different tack. Would we wind up here? Well, that's my secret fear. But if we made the choice. Speak with one clear voice. We might overcome all this damage done. Another time, I suppose we'll taste the wine, cut the rose, and we'll sing. Different song when the right one comes along, and we'll sing a different song when the right one comes along. When the right one comes along. How, did, how old were you when you started playing music? How did this happen? Um, <laughs> yeah. The, I don't, I mean, uh, it started young. It was, I think I would really became obsessed with music early on. Um, my mother told me that my kindergarten teacher pulled her aside and said, I think your son's going to be a musician. And uh, she laughed and she said, I think you're probably right. Because I just tortured my family. I was always singing and I memorized songs, like, you know, I became a human jukebox, like, constantly listening to the radio, and, um, and my mother, when I was young, probably eight years old, um, my mother was really young when she had me, so, um, it worked out great, because she grew up in the 50s and 60s, and, and, uh, she gave me her record collection, you know, and, uh, and wow. well, she had a ton of 45s and, um, I just devoured, you know, I just like listened to those over and over again, the Beatles, you know, like, like you have, I want to hold your hand. I have that 45 at home and, you know, and, uh, and, uh, she loves you. And, uh, and, uh, I remember when I heard, uh, I feel fine for the first time, you know, the guitar thing. I was like, yeah. oh, man, what is that? You know, and then Little Richard and uh, Johnny Cash and, you know, all these, you know, the Rolling Stones. She had, she has, you know, she, she really good musical taste and uh, uh, and had these, so these records just sort of, 
I just they became like like I said like an obsession you know and and I just memorized them you know and I think from that the progression was uh melodies always just sort of been really important to me so you know I had these melodies in my head and then you just kind of want to put words to them and you know and and uh so songwriting started to happen when I was maybe 11 or you know huh. yeah, but not good <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, but you started were you playing guitar at that point I was trying to play guitar but I would write songs in my head you know and uh and just uh sing them you know and like I said I annoyed my family <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah then you know I think when I was 12 13 um I had two friends that played guitar and I was really jealous and you know I so I begged for a guitar and got a guitar and, and uh bought it up the street i can't remember the name of the store it was uh it's not there anymore but uh, i remember going in and getting that guitar and being thrilled to death and not knowing what to do with it you know but i pestered my friends into teaching me chords and and uh just learned that way you know and mm-hmm. and uh then started you know as as i kept going you know uh started writing and and getting more into that side of it you know which so yeah it it started young but uh yeah it's definitely definitely gets inside of you 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 had to do it i guess so you know i um i tried not to do it you know (laughs) I, i i went to college and got my degree and worked uh you know i worked in the industry i was working with recording studios and like basically you know selling the mastering tape and supplies and you know and i just my you know it's just miserable oh yeah that must have been like your nose up against the bakery window <laughs> exactly it was horrible you know i mean you know but i felt this responsibility like to like you know well i you know i paid we, my parents you know helped me through college and i gotta do something you know i gotta do something you know and <laughs> Little did I know that I think they were weren't all that surprised when I was like, "I'm gonna you know, try and make this happen," and they were really always unbelievable, believably supportive. So, yeah. I bet it was probably hard watching you try to squeeze yourself into some other box. Yeah, I think it was hard for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and I know it was hard for my wife, you know, because I just, you know, it just wasn't. I mean, it just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't me, and um, and I tried to make it me, and uh, and that really, I, I think there's a, you know, certainly not a new story, you know. I think there's a lot of people that end up in those places where you, I think you we know, all try it at one yeah, time, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, you yeah. can't be happy if you're not yeah, being who you really yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's about working hard or not working hard because. You work, you know, when you really believe in something, it's amazing how hard you'll work. You know what I mean? And, yes. You know, and, and how many hours you'll put in. Absolutely. And, and gladly do it. You Regardless, know? there yeah. could be no money involved at right. all. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. So Labor of love. Yeah. So. Come back to love. <laughs> nice. That's nice. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, the other thing I'm curious is, who are your musical heroes? You named some, but who who's right up there right nowadays? Well, I have... You know, my old guys that I really latched on to. I mean, you know, I, as cliched as it might sound, the Beatles were a big impact, a big influence on me. Just in, um, 
in the economy of their songwriting and 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 getting to the point and writing choruses and and melodies that stick with you you know it's still among the most brilliant of contemporary music yeah yeah so that was huge um johnny cash uh i've always felt that real really drawn to his stuff um then i really uh i loved what elvis costello did with uh some of the elements of music that i loved you know pop but with uh with some elements of americana mixed in you know and uh uh so he he you know he was somebody I listened to a lot. Um, the Finn brothers, Neil Finn, Crowded House. Uh, I used to love. You know, I listened to them a lot. And uh, John Hyatt, um, Steve Earle. I remember when Steve Earle uh, in the '80s it was a confusing time for me musically. <laughs> Great time, you know. I just had this conversation with somebody where they're like, oh, the 80s was horrible, you know. Like, not really. I mean, there was some great stuff coming out in the 80s, too, you know. Um, it depends what you like. I mean, but the, you know, I thought U2 back then was really exciting and, you know, The Clash and stuff like that. But anyway, I was this guy with a guitar and I was, you know, I sort of had a little folk influence and a little country and rock and... I didn't know what to do with it. And then Steve Roke's record, Guitar Town, came out, and I remember hearing a track on the radio and going, oh, man, that's kind of what I, you know, was really exciting, you know. And and then a lot of cool stuff came out of that in the early 90s, I think. You know, bands like Wilco, Uncle Tupelo, and, you know, Wilco, and, you know. So, um, but anyway, sort of meandering with, you know, but there's... um, yeah, I just you know, those guys may be the core. I, I think for me, Neil Young. You, know, if you have to mention mm-hmm. Neil, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, I, I'll ask you this: This is sort of crazy, but I have this fantasy of getting a bunch of people together and doing a Graham Parsons tribute show. Oh God! And I wonder yeah. if you'd play on that. I would love to do that. Just play, come in and play a number, or get a bunch of folks. I because mm. he's one of those people who, uh, <clears throat> a lot of folks don't know who he was, but right. he really. He's he's at the root of a lot of the country yeah. rock music that we yeah, hear today. Definitely, definitely. Okay, cool. And I, yeah. if I ever get that together, I'll give you a Please holler. Please call me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Where should we go? We've got a little bit of time left. Could okay. we could play another one? We could play something else from uh, a CD from Broken or one of the others. Uh, yeah, is there anything you'd like to hear? I don't know, put you on the spot. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, I hate to ask people to play their really old stuff. Well. But I love stuff from uh, Squash. I think it's a great album. Oh, cool. So, if there's anything here you want to play, that would be awesome. Sure. Let me see. Yeah, I can do... It's been a while since I... I'll do Unbroken. I haven't played that one in a while. Right on. On squash, yeah. <laughs> Check myself. Make <laughs> yeah. sure it's on that record. Do you want me to get the lyrics up for you? <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. There's times. <laughs> well, I don't know about you. My head is so full of song lyrics from growing up that there's not room for anything else. It's that's the that's like, you know, I'm cursing myself right now, but but that's like the singer songwriter nightmare because and typically it's a song you've played a thousand times and you'll just all of a sudden go Boop, and yep. it's gone. Of you course. Know. Like, what am I going to do? Someone was telling me they just saw uh, <clears throat> some great performer, I can't remember, and they had an iPad next to their chair, yeah. and their lyrics were all yeah. scrolling on the iPad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Spring, Springsteen, and I was sort of a little bit backstage and years ago. And he said, he's got a teleprompter <laughs> next to his mom. Awesome. Good for you, man. I'm Fair jealous. <laughs> Big noise in an empty room. She gets attention like a sonic boom. She moves around me. The air I breathe gets inside of me. She never leaves. Someday I find my. Storm on the 12th of June. She's a phone call that ends too soon. She quotes a movie when you need advice, draws your pictures. The window eyes someday. Contrast there, <laughs> yeah. unbroken. Unbro- I say that's true. <laughs> uh, 
That's funny. It's nice to see that one has grown. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep, yep, yep. Well, Eric Eric wanted me to tell you that you were invited and overdue. Oh, okay. To WBKM, so I I just wanted to remember that. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. So you're going to record another disc this year? Yep. Yeah, we're gonna do a uh, do a new record this year, and uh, um, yeah, I'm psyched to do it. It's uh, it's been too long, you know. It's just the gap between the last record and this record is longer than I'd like. But uh, um, but yeah, there's been a lot going on, and and uh, but it feels like you know I wanted to do it when I felt ready, you know, and. You know, maybe I took a little too much time. You know, sometimes I wonder about that. But uh, just to let the material sort of work itself out with my help, you know what I mean? <laughs> Find its place. And now I feel like I have a a vision for what the what the record could be and and uh, what songs I want to put on it, and you know nice. that kind of thing. So I have a friend who says you can't be late for your life. Yeah. So the timing <laughs> can only be, you know, what it needs to be. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. That's yeah. great. And you and you've got material coming. And yep. Nice. Yeah. 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 And it's a little different. I think it's, um. You know, uh, there's kind of my agenda. You know, I want to make a band record, um, and uh, also doing. You know, it's like I have a bunch of material, and uh, and I have a, um these songs that I really want to do with the band, but I have this other material that I just don't want to lose. And, uh, um, I think is more suited to a, a more stripped down acoustic, uh, kind of thing. So I want to make that record too. And, uh, I've got a great home studio now after all these years, of, you know, I've, I've had one for a long time, but, um, really I've got it to a place now where, you know, over the past few years where I can do some real nice. good work there. So, and the stripped down stuff, if it's just you, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So that's the other, that's the other piece of the puzzle there that uh, I'll be working on. But the band record, I think, is going to be maybe I don't know. It's I never. The albums nine times out of ten they tell you what they're going to be. You know what I mean? It's right. like you go. Yeah. I try not to have too many preconceptions. But it's like a painting. You start yeah. out with something. <laughs> it, it, it ends up being what it wants to be. Exactly. And that discovery, that's part of yeah. the joy of it. Yeah. And the, sure. Yeah. Exactly. Craziness. Yeah, yeah, totally. The other thing I want to ask you, and I'm having fun just asking you random sure. questions. Yeah. Um, is there a musician alive today that you just would really love to play with that you oh. haven't gotten to? I mean, there's probably plenty, but is there someone there mm. in your mind? Let's put it out to the universe yeah. and see if it can happen. <laughs> Who came to mind first? I'm, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Um, a few people came to mind, but they were kind of like uh i feel like i'm these are the questions that i draw it's when i'm driving home that i'll go oh that's what i that's who i should have said you know what i mean it's like the inspiration yeah it's like who's your inspiration oh i you know and i forgot so so and so you know what i mean but um i think that uh i would love to sit down with emmy lou harris and um just sit down with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but I, I, it would be a thrill beyond words to have her sing 
I have to hear her voice singing with me. You know what I mean? Emmy, we want you. <laughs> I would like. I would be very happy to be there when that is happening. <laughs> she is truly one of the great. Yeah. Yeah. Voices, musicians, people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She's really. I've, I've met her. I met her once and a little bit, you know, quickly another time. But uh, she it was one of those stories that, you know, I. A friend of mine knew her tour manager, and they were playing up in uh, they were in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. They just played their show, and um, we were back behind the venue, and she was walking across with a gentleman. And my buddy at the, this is years ago. My buddy gave, you know, was like, "Look, I want to give Emmy one of your your CDs." And like, oh, you know, so so he did, and she couldn't have been sweeter. And she's like, and she said, "We're gonna go get some dinner." It was her and a friend of hers, you know, and she goes, would you like to join us? Oh. You know, and both of us were like, so, both of us immediately said, no, that's okay, <laughs> you know. You um, kick yourself we, good yeah, later you on. kick yourself later. But at the same time, I think, you know. Yeah, that it, was very, it, very polite. And yeah, sweet it was of her. overly polite. Very, very sweet of her. But that really struck me. I was like, what a wow. nice thing to offer. You She's know? the reason I have this dog. Really? Because when her last album came out, it has that song, Big Black Dog. Uh-huh. And my dog had died a couple of years earlier. Oh, and I yeah. periodically would go look at the yeah. rescue sites. And that yeah. song came on. And I thought, I'll go look. And there Good for you. was Zach. And I adopted him. So well, you, gets, Emmy Lou Harris lucky. gets direct Zach credit. Is amazing. <laughs> he is amazing. He is amazing. Well, I hope that happens for you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I hope it happens for all of us. Yes. Because I, I think that would be wonderful. Oh, thanks. That would be, it'd be a dream come true, that's for sure. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, we have time for one more if you'd like okay. to play one. Sure. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Give it time, time is what you want to give We'll find out, honey, where the truth lives And I come to you with everything my heart desires Yeah, you rescued me just like you've done a thousand times Yeah, the world will always change there's life that will get strained yeah, The pieces that remain Might be Baby, what you need How about you and me? Now we have seen more than I would have guessed And the bounds of love Where well, we put them to the test And still it seems Something like a dream to me That I reach for you And you ride where you said you'd be Yeah, the world will always change And this life that will get strained yeah, the pieces that remain might be Baby, what you need How about you and me? 
so much it's been a pleasure to be really here fun look what forward a, to the joy. new cd yeah thanks man Appreciate yeah. it. all right yeah. any anything else you want to make sure we know about got any gigs coming up or uh down in boston got a uh show coming up on the 24th we uh we do an early 7 30 to 9 30 thing at a club called toad in porter square nice for and, old uh, folks yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah exactly <laughs> um and uh, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, if anyone's down in that area and wants to come check it out, it's uh, the Thursday the 24th. And then Saturday, June 2nd, we're doing Riverfest in uh, Cambridge along the morning. Hopefully nice. the weather will be good and it should mm. be fun. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks, definitely And check I hope out I can add a, you know, a Burlington gig, a Vermont gig at some point up here. So. It'll be nice. Yeah. It'll be great. It's, it's got to happen. Got to yeah. happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're coming to a uh, close of another episode of Paradigms. Hope you've enjoyed having uh, Todd Tebow in your living room. So I always love doing this because it's like I get a concert, you know, <laughs> just for me. Um, and we'll be back next week. I'm not sure what's on top for Paradigms ne- next week, but Amit's House will be back next seven next uh, Sunday at 7, and uh, Nina will be back with the Sunday Night Crush next Sunday night. So definitely want to tune in for Nina's show. And uh, I guess we're going to head out. I'm going to play something else of yours from the CD. Let's see. What do you think? Oh, your pick, my oh, friend. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know the Northern Skies album. Oh, okay. What do you got up there? I've, so I've got the whole thing. Is there one from there that you think would be good to... Oh, uh, you want something upbeat? And yeah, let's, let's rock let's them out. Let's do three words, then. There. Three words. That'll All right. All right, folks. Have a great week. Here's Baruch signing off from Paradigms. We're going to leave you with Todd Tebow's song, Three Words from his album, 
Northern Skies. See you next time. Listening to Paradigms on WBKM.org.